0: Welcome into the Draft Deluxe Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Tristan Tips. I'm joined by my co-host via cell phone, I believe, today, Cameron Smith. Cameron, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well, except for my technology. It's not doing so hot.
0: Yeah, you would think that someone that works with technology for a living would be able to figure out how to get a computer to work, but I don't know. I digress. Not my problem. <laughs> We're also joined by our producer, Michael Klontz. Mike, how yeah, you doing?
2: I'm doing well. Doing well.
0: Good deal. Yeah, I saw you had a big day in your league, which I didn't see it until you told me, but good for you. So uh, we're going to get right into it. We're just going to go over some of the news from this week, uh, break down the games, the important pieces of everything. Uh, We'll jump right into it. We'll start out with the Patriots and Giants from the Thursday night game. Uh, Patriots win that one 35-14. The Giants were pretty much missing everyone, so there wasn't much to expect here out of them. But honestly, I thought they put up a pretty decent fight in that game, so they should hang their hats on that, I guess, but there's really not much to talk about on their side of the ball. So on the Patriots side, we'll start with Sony. Michelle had 22 carries for 86 yards on the game. They also had two catches as well, but Tom Brady had two quarterback sneaks and it felt like they did that. Cause they had a lack of confidence in Michelle. He ripped off a 26 yard run at the end of the game. That really kind of skewed his stats. Um, I have been confident in Sony Michelle all year. I've been slow to jump off the wagon. I think this game puts a lot more worry than I had going into the game for my expectations for him. How do you feel about him, Cameron?
1: Yeah, it's weird, I think because I, th- I think Bolden scored from the one as well. so they had three touchdowns and they scored from the one and he didn't get a single attempt. and then mm-hmm. one of Brady's, they snuck it from the three or four instead mm-hmm. of giving it to the running back. so he's getting the work, but You'd like to see him get the the, ball on the one. But clearly, they don't want to do that right now.
0: No, he just he hasn't. I think he's broke like what? It's like maybe one or two tackles all year. He has four runs of 15 yards or longer. That's it. He just It's been rough. He doesn't look like himself. Um, I don't know. I'm worried about him. I think you're kind of stuck with him if you have him. But I think it's time to change expectations. He's probably just a flex play at this point and someone that you're banking on the volume because it really seems like New England's trying to get him going. It just hasn't worked. But man, you can pretty much bank that if Rex Bur- if any of these running backs Rex Burkhead, James White, Sonny Michelle, if any of them miss a game, Brandon Bolden is going to score a touchdown. And it's gonna make everybody mad. So that's lovely. That's three straight games he has scored because Burkhead's missed. So that's good. Um, Josh Gordon he got hurt in this game, so keep an eye on him. He hasn't really been much of a factor anyway, but uh, keep an eye on his status. Jacoby Myers might be an interesting name to keep in mind if Gordon's going to miss because Philip Dorsett missed this game as well. So. Just keep an eye on those guys um, and anyone else in this game. We need to mention. I think that covers it for me.
1: No, it's pretty much scratch with the Patriots for the most part.
0: Yeah, and the Giants, none of their players played. So Golden Tate had a touchdown. It was good to see him score, but I don't really not much you can do with it because no one else was on the field. Hopefully Saquon is back next week. The Panthers went overseas to play the Bucks. They come out on top, thirty-seven twenty-six. Christian McCaffrey, he just continues to be a stud. He didn't have massive numbers today, but he got in the end zone twice. Did you guys see the receiving touchdown he had?
1: I did. He shook that defender bad. Oh, that
0: was, yeah, that was about as bad as it gets. Um, poor Vernon Hargraves, one of, one of my guys. I loved him when he was in college, but he yeah, that was tough. But uh, Curtis Samuel had two touchdowns. I don't really do anything with that, do you? I still feel about the same that. If you're in a super deep league you can play him, but other than that I don't feel great about starting Samuel. You feel any yeah. different?
1: No, I think it's it's the same. You kinda if you have to go with it, but I'm not my expectations for him aren't going up after this game.
0: DJ Moore had ten targets, seven catches, seventy three yards. He has eighteen targets over the past two weeks. I think he's back to a flex option for me, uh, week to week. Is that fair?
1: I think so, yeah, depending on who the Panthers play, because you're still dealing with a backup quarterback, but if it's a, a favorable matchup, then absolutely.
0: They are on bye, because they had the overseas game, then they are at San Francisco and home against Tennessee, and then at Green Bay, so since you mentioned that, I don't think I would play him in any of those games. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so so tough, yeah, you're pretty much... a few games. <laughs> yeah, so you don't have them for four weeks, I guess, but... Uh, I think he's going to be okay with Kyle Allen. We'll see what happens with Cam Newton. Did you say they they tried to ask Ron Rivera about it after the game, and he didn't want anything to do with that question?
1: Really? No. Yeah, they,
0: they yeah they asked him about the quarterback situation when Cam gets back, and they said they'll deal with it when he gets here. They don't want to answer any questions like that right now. So, which is fair. I don't think they need to make any decision right now. But
1: Kyle Allen keeps winning. What's the point? Yeah, I I agree. Um,
0: on the Buccaneers side of the ball, Jameis Winston turned it over six times. Still managed to throw for 400 yards, but God, he, it was just one of those Jameis games where it was, he couldn't get out of his own way. Mike Evans had 17 targets, nine catches, 96 yards, 17, 17 targets. He was still outplayed and outscored by Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin had 12, 10 catches, 151 yards. Um, this kind of just reiterates what we had said last week that Mike Evans is a high end wide receiver two with massive upside and Chris Godwin's the wide receiver one. Um. So I think that's exactly what we said right here. Do you agree with
1: that? Yeah, and it sucked because Mike Evans easily should have had a forty-point day today.
0: Yeah, he, he dropped, dropped the
1: thirty-five-yarder, and then I guess he dropped another one. It's, just, uh, but a good game for him after, especially after last week. So that's encouraging.
0: Yeah, you kind of had to feel he was going to get these targets with what happened last week. So good to see that he's still obviously involved, but. Just throw it out there, O.J. Howard, two catches, 35 yards. Hopefully you've moved on. If you haven't, it's time to do so. Uh, the Browns blow lead to the Seahawks, 32-28. This is a bad loss for the Browns. They they got up. They really needed to win this game. Um, <clears throat> on the Seahawks' side, Chris Carson. He is just a freaking workhorse, isn't he?
1: Yeah, the, the definition of
0: one. Yep, 24 carries, 124 yards, and a touchdown. Also had four catches for 35 yards. He's on pace for 50 catches this year. So, he does that. He's probably going to be a, an easy top 15 play by the end of the year. He's been great since he's gotten over the fumble issues. So, if you got him, I'm happy for you. Uh, really, the only other piece of news on the Seahawks side of the ball, Will Disley is believed to have had a torn Achilles. That sucks. If you saw the play, you knew something wasn't right. Non-contact injury. That sucks. Will Disley is one of the few tight ends you've had any confidence in. Um, yeah, I know it sucks for you, Cameron. You just went out and got him. So, Any advice to people trying to pivot from Will Disley?
1: <laughs> I, no, I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Good luck. That's <laughs> all I got.
0: Yeah, it is slim pickings out there. You're pretty much going to have to get Ricky Seals-Jones and hope for the best. So, <laughs> um, Speaking of workhorses with Chris Carson, Nick Chubb is in that conversation as well. 20 carries, 122 yards, two touchdowns. He had five catches for another 17 yards as well. I think he fumbled twice in this game, but I'm not worried about that because Nick Chubb has been their absolute MVP. Um, we're getting a little bit closer to Kareem Hunt time. I think he comes back week 10, but I am not worried about Kareem Hunt whatsoever. What about you?
1: No, and I think they need to give Chubb the ball way more than they already are. I think that's <laughs> clear that he needs to be the the main point of this offense.
0: Yeah, he – well, I say he keeps Mayfield from making mistakes. he's still had three interceptions today, but I don't know. Chubb,
1: his defense, I watched a lot of that game. A lot of those balls were just bouncing off the hands, but
0: still. Oh, yeah, Chubb, he's had that Chubb problem needs since the
1: he's ball. been there. Chubb needs the ball a lot more than he gets it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you that some of these issues aren't on Mayfield, but he leaves league in interceptions since he's been in the league, so mm-hmm. some of that does have to do with him, but – Speaking of him, Odell Beckham had 11 targets, 6 catches, 101 yards. Uh, I still think the Browns don't look very good, and I kind of think this is a chance to sell Odell Odell at a pretty high price because I'm kind of decided that I am out on this Browns offense outside of Chubb. So my personal advice would be to try to sell high on Odell Beckham after this game. He's a big name, just had a pretty good game. I think you can get good value for him. If you had Odell Beckham, what are you doing with him?
1: I would be trying to sell high. Um, I think that's a fair thing to do. I'm trying to get a maybe a fringe RB1, RB2 guy. Mm-hmm. But I, I would also be fine with hanging on to him just because you know how explosive he can be. And eventually the schedule is going to ease up for the Browns and maybe he gets going a little more.
0: Would you trade Odell Beckham for David Johnson?
1: If I needed running back help, absolutely.
0: What about Le'Veon Bell? Yes. Okay, I'm trying to think of another name that's in that conversation. Um, Mark Ingram. Probably not. I don't think I would either. So, yeah, probably a a running back, probably a low end running back one is what you're trying to get for him. If you can get more than that, great, but I think that's a fair price range. But moving along to a much more fantasy relevant game, the Texans surprised the Chiefs and beat them in Arrowhead 31 24. Chiefs have lost back to back games in Arrowhead. That's crazy. They never lose there. A little bit of good news, bad news for the Texans. We'll start with the good. Carlos Hyde, 26 carries, 116 yards, and a touchdown. Kind of looks like a new guy since he got into Kansas City. There's been an obvious recipe that teams have decided to roll with to try and beat the Chiefs. That is, run the ball as much as you can, keep Patrick Mahomes off the field, and also, this Chiefs defense cannot stop the run. People are running like crazy all over them, so they're doing that. They're slowing the game down. They're keeping the Chiefs offense off the field. That being said, I don't really do too much with this game for Hyde. I kind of think he goes back to the role that he had. Or do you think this is a turning point for Hyde personally?
1: I don't. I still don't think he... I don't want to say he's not good. I feel like that's unfair to him, but I don't feel like he's that good. Um, <laughs> he, it was just a good a good matchup for him, and he, he capitalized. So tip the cap.
0: Yeah, he went into today averaging 4.2 a carry, so that'll go up a little bit. He's been fine. I just... I'm with you. I don't think he's really that great either. He's just found a way to make it happen. Um, Props to him. He's been good for them, especially after what happened to Lamar Miller, for them to end up with what they have in him. They've got to be thrilled about that. And for the bad news on the Texans' side of the ball, we will talk about DeAndre Hopkins. 12 targets, 9 catches, 55 yards. That's a fine day, but I think people are tired of fine days from DeAndre Hopkins, and I don't blame people. We talked about this last week. We all expected the outbreak to happen here. I know you texted me the night before the games that he's going to have a monster day. I completely agreed with you. Where are we at on Hopkins? Are you starting to get worried, or are we still just waiting for him to get going again?
1: I would be trying to buy very low right now, because I feel like people are probably getting irritated. I still think it's coming. He's getting the targets. He's just not... something's just off, and it's not going to last. There's no way.
0: We talked about Last week, he has a 28% target share, which is absolutely incredible. Um, that is one of the highest in the league. I don't know if it is the highest off the top of my head, but it is right up there. Today, he had a 28% target share with 12 targets on 42 passing pass attempts. So he's getting. it's going to work itself out. Just law of averages, these things take care of themselves. We saw it last week with Will Fuller. He's got a good target share as well. It took care of itself. It will come around for Hopkins. You just got to be patient, be patient. Really would have liked to have seen it this week because this was a good matchup. They go two in Annapolis next week, then they're home against Oakland. That's two more good opportunities to get this thing going again. So it's coming. I'm with you. I would buy low um, if you own him. I know it sucks and your team is probably in bad shape because of him, but it's he's going to get it turned around. He's going to be the DeAndre Hopkins you drafted. Uh, just to mention Will Fuller, he finished with nine targets, five catches, 44 yards. He dropped not only one, not only two, but three touchdown passes today. So we talked about law of averages. He had three great touchdowns last week. Well, he dropped three this week. He almost had a massive game. There's really not much to get into there just to throw it out there. If you started Will Fuller and you're disappointed, you were really, really freaking close from it working out. Uh, on the Chiefs side of the ball, they only ran it 11 times. They ran 46 total plays. This goes into what we just talked about with teams playing keep-away, keeping the ball away from their offense and keeping them off the field. Now, Damian Williams got in the end zone, but that's pretty much all he did today. He only had one rushing attempt. Sean McCoy led the team with eight. He had one. um, Patrick Mahomes had one, and Anthony Thomas had one. But Williams had two touches, and luckily he got in the end zone. What are you doing with Williams after this game? Are you holding on to him, or are you trying to sell him since he had a decent game and get him off the team because of this, he just they're not running the ball very much.
1: I don't really think he has that much trade value, in my opinion. Um, I, I think hang on to him because I don't think uh, I didn't get to. I watched. I was between this and the Browns game, so I didn't get to watch it fully. But it seemed like a strange game because they didn't have the ball that much. But I think they or they're usually ahead, so they're going to run the ball some. And I think that'll change. I just I don't think there's much trade value for him.
0: Would you buy him if you could?
1: Probably not. I I just don't think there's – I don't know. It's it's a hard thing for me. I would say probably not, and I probably wouldn't trade him if I had him.
0: If I could buy him to be my flex, I would absolutely do it. If I'm buying him to be my running back two, I don't know if he's going to be consistent enough to do it, but I think he's going to be more involved than he was today. He was pretty involved last week. It just didn't work out this week. I think the Chiefs are going to at some point counter this new thing of teams keeping the ball away from their offense, and they're going to figure that out. But, yeah, if I could buy them cheap, I would. I don't know, just a thought. If you can trade someone that you're playing as a flex or one of the first guys that comes off your bench, I think getting pieces of the Chiefs' offense is always a good idea. Uh, Tyreek Hill returns. He had a great day. Ten targets, five catches, 80 yards, and two touchdowns. One of them was absolutely incredible. He goes up over the top of a corner and steals it from him good to have Tyree back, isn't
1: it yeah I'm a all off the field issues aside I'm a big big fan of him watching him play he's just so explosive and it's it's fun to watch
0: he's one of the most unique players in the NFL so I'm with you uh before we move on I'm just gonna mention Travis Kelsey he's been fine he's still a top end tight end but he hasn't been nearly what you drafted him for would you try to go buy him if you could or what can, where are you where are you at with Travis Kelsey
1: So I've been trying to buy him um, due to, you know, my tight end situation. Unfortunately, I have not been (laughs) successful. But I think where people drafted him, they're probably irritated because he hasn't done what you expected him to. Um, So if you're needing a tight end and you can get him for the right price and absolutely try to get him.
0: I still don't know if you're going to be able to get him for the right. Just I'm going to throw some. I mean, I'd be trying to trade a wide receiver two for him. I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. I'm trying to think of someone to throw out there. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just a gauge where you're at, but I don't mm-hmm. think people are going to sell him low just because outside of the fact he hasn't been what you drafted, tight end is still just a dumpster fire. So Yeah, it, it would have to that. be
1: someone that had another, like if someone that rostered two tight ends that had another good one that they felt comfortable playing every week.
0: Right, so a if lot you could of package people like don't,
1: a, but, you know, some of them do.
0: So if you're saying if you have, I'm trying to think of someone to throw out there, I don't know, Zach Ertz, if you could package a Zach Ertz and maybe like a, I don't know, DJ Shark, or someone a little tough, bit lower. But, it's tough. Yeah, but I see what you're saying. If you've got a decent tight end and you're looking to upgrade, you can try to package him with a wide receiver or someone that you feel comfortable getting rid of and try to get him, but yet. People might be a little bit frustrated with them, but I'm not worried about them at all. We'll move along. Uh this game will be quick. Redskins escape the Dolphins, 17 16. Absolute heartbreak for the Dolphins. They go for two at the end and don't get it. I won the I won the spread, but I picked the Dolphins to win and God they were close. I almost got it right. So um no one to even talk about on the Dolphins. Do you agree with
1: that?
0: Um uh, yes, I agree. No.
1: <laughs> so yeah, if you want to
0: mention anyone, that's your chance. I'm gonna give you about five seconds. No. All right, Mikey, anyone? <laughs> no. All right, good. We'll move on from that. Um, Terry McLaurin, four catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. What is he for you on a weekly basis? Is he a flex? Is he a wide receiver three, wide receiver two? What are you doing with him?
1: Um, Bi-week fill-in for me. I it's mean, just
0: so hard to trust these guys.
1: Exactly. I mean, you 100 yards on four catches. I mean, you're not going to do that week in, week out. And he had a very good matchup today. I just, yeah, it's if he had a better quarterback, more consistent offense, sure, but I just don't like that offense at all.
0: I would absolutely sell him, if you can, because of this. Next four weeks, San Francisco, at Minnesota, at Buffalo, then they're on a bye week. I don't want anything to do with any of those games. So if you could sell him now because he's got a pretty decent value, I would get rid of him. That's about all I got for you. Um, I think while Keenum's a starter, he's going to be fine. But I'd, at what point they've got to play Haskins at some point, right?
1: I would think so. A couple probably probably after the bye week.
2: Would you trade McLaurin for like Robert Woods after this week?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Give me Robert Woods. Which McLaurin, maybe I'm McLaurin's in my old.
2: best receiver in, in one of
0: my leagues. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I'd, but <laughs> yeah, do you do you want to play him against those teams though as your best receiver? Oh
2: no, I didn't know that was a schedule. I will. He will definitely not be on my team come Tuesday. Let me put it that way. <laughs>
0: That's fair, yeah. Uh, Robert Woods is a good example, a guy who's kind of been down. Um, go get him, Brent, What about Brandon Cooks, Mikey? I know you're kind of anti-Brandon Cooks now.
2: I I really don't want him to be honest. Like, I mean, he could have like you know a touchdown, like an 18-point game, but like with my teams, I just, I'm, I'm more of a consistency person. Like, I will I will play John Brown over him. I'll, if I have Jamison Crowder, I'll probably play him over him, unless the matchup is just looking like juicy. You know, no, what I mean.
0: <laughs> uh, Yeah, absolutely, that's fair. Um, sorry, I'm also looking at names to consider trading. McLaurin or Golden Tate? Golden Tate. Cameron?
1: Um, God, man, just bad quarterback <laughs> play all around. I guess Golden Tate.
0: <laughs> McLaurin or Calvin Ridley?
2: Oh, I really
1: don't want either of them. <laughs> Ridley?
0: Um, um, pass. All right, pass. <laughs> just going to drop everybody and leave.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll not play anybody. I'll just empty bin, em, empty spot in my lineup.
0: <laughs> One more. McLaurin or Jarvis Landry? Um, That's a name that literally, like, as I say it for this season, I just, like, roll my eyes. Uh, I'll take McLaurin.
2: Uh, McLaurin neither. <laughs> McLaurin scored against New England, so... I mean, that that gives me a little bit of hope. He's
0: their only receiving option. He's the only one. So, I mean, he's got to get targets. So, I will take McLaurin over them. So, Robert Woods probably, Robert Woods and Calvin Ridley, I would take them, but that's it. So, that's about where he's at for all of us, I guess. Um, Adrian Peterson, 23 carries, 118 yards. God, go trade him. Get rid of him. This is not, this is the best matchup in all of football. That was as good as it's going to get, and it was still ugly. Um, you agree? Get rid of him if you can get something for him?
1: Yeah. I, he's he's just, the offense is bad. He's old. It's just, yeah. I don't think it's a good idea to hold on to him.
0: Good deal. I'm with you right there. We'll move along. Vikings beat the Eagles 38-20. to This is pretty surprising. Vikings showed up to play. Stephon Diggs, wow. He was incredible. We talked about him last week. I don't know how you can be confident throwing him out there with everything that's going on, but it was a good matchup and he delivered on that 11 targets, seven receptions, 167 yards, and three touchdowns. Does this put you back on? All right, I feel like we can play Stephon Diggs week to week, or where are you at? I, cause I don't know what to think.
1: I'm still skeptical. Um, obviously, I'm more confident than I was 24 hours ago, but I, I don't want to overreact on this performance because next week it could be so's for you know 15 pass attempts, and they run the ball a lot again. So I think I need to see it a little more before I'm uh, confident to roll him out every week.
0: I've been very adamant on my stance that I think they want to throw it about 28 to 30 times a game. Past two weeks, they've thrown it 27. I think that continues. I believe that Adam Thielen is the clear-cut wide receiver one in this offense. I've been very adamant about that. So he's the number two on an offense that doesn't throw it a ton, but they do throw it. This right here, what happened today, is why I feel like you probably need to play him week to week. Because he can do this at any moment, he is so talented. He's a really good receiver. Um, you're going to have weeks where he kills you, but you're going to have weeks where he wins it for you like this. It kind of reminds me of Deshaun Jackson. Is that a fair comparison?
1: Yeah, I, I was actually thinking that too. Big yeah, so home run guy. But if he doesn't get that home run ball, he probably didn't do much.
0: Yeah, it, you're right. It is what it is. If he doesn't, but he's got a better chance than a lot of people to do it. So. That's where I think I'm at. He's he's a flex from here on out for me, unless we see things just completely fall apart and he demands a trade again. I think things that are going to calm down in Minnesota after this, so I think he's back to a flex play that you have to play because of his upside. Will Fuller, that's another good comparison, I think. I would. Who would you prefer going forward, Will Fuller or Stephon Diggs?
1: Uh, probably Fuller.
0: I think I would, too. Fuller's got a better target share, but he's right in that category. Uh, Adam Thielen, he was good as well. He's just a stud. I'm going to talk about Adam Thielen every show because I love him so much. Uh, Eight targets, six catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Not a monster day, but if you saw the touchdown, it was incredible. He's just so good. I love Adam Thielen. I think, Cameron, you're a huge fan too.
1: Yeah, there's no argument on my side. He's he's a star,
0: superstar. Yep, Yep, absolutely. Uh, The Saints are a very, very good run defense. A little bit worried about Dalvin Cook. He was fine, 41 uh, yards and a touchdown. Had a little bit of work, two catches, 13 yards in the passing game. Um, he's just, he's matchup proof. I know it wasn't a massive game, but he's still good enough to play. It should lighten up quite a bit. He does not play another top five run defense in the fantasy regular season. They play Chicago again, but that's week 17. So they got Detroit, Washington, Kansas City coming up. He should be top five territory every week.
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's right like in that conversation. Top
1: ten, you know, maybe slide down. But, yeah, that's I think that's pretty
0: accurate. Eagles side of the ball, this is a bit of a rough day. They got off to such a slow start. Um, Alshon Jeffrey had a big day, 12 targets, 10 catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Is he a must play, especially while Deshaun Jackson's out? Yes. Yeah, I agree. I think he is, too. Um, really no one else to even talk about that much. I guess I'll mention Zach Ertz, four catches for 54 yards. He's kind of just, well, you know, he's a tight end with a pulse that we've seen do it before, so you got to play him, right?
1: Yeah, he's kind of in that Kelsey category. They're just they're not doing it yet, but it can turn around so quick for him.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I think the good thing about Ertz is 4 for 54 is pretty much guaranteed, so you're kind of what you're looking for at tight end at this point. Anyone else in this game you want to mention? No, uh, no. All right, good deal. Um, Saints beat the Jaguars 13-6 to in an ugly game. Uh, Alvin Kamara looked to have a bit of a limited workload. He showed up with an ankle injury pretty late in the week, so Latavius Murray was more involved than usual. He had 11 touches, to Kamara's is 18. It's good to see Kamara still had 7 catches. I'll be honest, I'm kind of just throwing this game away for the Saints. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, because I think... I, I would imagine Breeze next week or maybe the week after is back, and then that's when it, it's on. Looking
0: They're up. at at Chicago next week, then they have Arizona, then they're on bye. So it might be after the bye because they've just been playing so well. But I'm kind of just – this This was an ugly game. I think it's a wash. Um, Jacksonville, same thing. Uh, Westbrook, three for 53. Shark, three for 43. Leonard Fournette is really the only thing I want to talk about. He had 20 carries, 72 yards. But he had six catches for 46 yards. Leonard Fournette is kind of becoming – matchup proof because he's getting so much work in the passing game i think it's making him a low end rb1 and that's where i'm probably going to rank him for the rest of the season you're a good person to talk about this because you're not a big four net guy but how do you feel about him going forward where are you going to have him
1: uh, he's an rb1 you got me
0: it's, yeah no it's i don't like it any more than you do but he was on pace for over 60 catches going into this week and he had six so it just went yeah. up Chris Carson. Leading, rusher,
1: leading receiver. I mean, her perceptions wise. I mean, he's. Don't. Chris Carson don't ask or Fournette? The rest the Carson. I ain't even gonna. Yeah, I don't care.
0: I will take Carson as well. It's close, though, right? Like, Yeah, very close. That's so why I said, don't ask me because I don't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> they right. are very good comps because they're workhorses, but now that we're seeing work in the passing game, it's like, ooh, these guys are really, really good options, so. Yeah, I'll take Carson, but they are very close. They're both low-end RB1s to me. So, um, That's it. We good. Yeah, I, like I said, I think this is a bit of a wash for everybody. I'm not worried about Shark. We good? We good. Yeah. Good deal. Move along. The Ravens beat the Bengals 23-17. Oh, the Bengals are bad. I'm so tired of having to talk about them. We'll start with the Ravens. Lamar uh, Jackson had 152 rushing yards. This is why he is a top three option the rest of the way. He wasn't necessarily that good passing wise. He twenty one for thirty three, two hundred and thirty six yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Kinda just seemed like he managed the game once they got a lead. But this rushing floor is really unlike anything we've ever seen. So yeah, Lamar Jackson, you got him, you gotta keep playing him. Mark Andrews, just to mention he was good six for ninety nine. He also had a attempted hurdle that resulted in a jump ball, I guess is the best way to put it. Um But, yeah, I'm worried about anyone on the Ravens, anyone you want to talk about?
1: No, 19 carries for a quarterback is
0: ridiculous. Yep, that's like more than Jalen Hurd, or Hurts, not Jalen Hurd. Yeah, that's like college-level stuff, but
1: that's what he's going to do. His floor is incredible. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's ridiculous, man.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about a player that doesn't have a good floor, Joe Mixon. I am hitting. I'm sounding the alarm. I'm out. I don't want anything to do with it. This team is terrible. They're going to completely ruin his value. Mikey was right. I should have listened, and I didn't. I'm sorry, but it's time. To, if you have a panic, you need to panic. I don't think I can emphasize that enough. It's time to worry. Do you agree? 100.
1: It's been it's been too long since he's done anything productive. Yeah, sound the alarms. Get them out.
0: Yeah. Eight carries for 10 yards and. Two catches for 29 It's just not a good deal. But, yeah, I should have listened to Mikey, so sorry about that, Mikey. So good. Hope, you, hope you can forgive me. Uh, the 49ers rolled to a 5-0 start, beat the Rams 20-7. to um, Coleman had 20 total touches. Breida had 17 touches. I think these guys are both going to be playable going forward. Do you agree?
1: Uh, yes, especially
0: with how much they want to run
1: the ball. They both got to be weekly plays from here on out.
0: This was a statement from the 49ers. They went to L.A. to beat the Rams. Um, they Are they the best team in this division?
1: Uh, I mean, you, right now you can't argue it. I still then, think the Seahawks are right. The, even the Rams, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. This is a good division.
0: It is a good division. They play Seattle here in a couple weeks. Uh, I think they have two. They have a... They play Seattle, uh, well, I'm just going to do it, the math, sorry. Uh, they're 5-0, and they've got three games, and then they play Seattle. Those three games going up to Seattle are Washington, Carolina, and Arizona. So there's a chance they are undefeated going into that Seattle game. And that looks like a Monday night game, so we might actually get a decent Monday night game here in like four weeks. So looking forward to that. Um, really, the running backs and George Kittle are the only guys you're playing on the 49ers. Kittle was good. Anyone else you want to mention?
1: Uh, for the Niners, no. That's about it.
2: Yeah. Did you no. guys know Kittle went to Norman High School?
0: Mm hmm. I did.
2: I, I did not know that until the other day.
0: He's from Iowa. He went to Norman High School for a couple of years, and then that's why he went back to school in Iowa because he's from up there.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of a weird deal. But all right. On the Ram side, I'm going to start out by taking the floor for a second and apologizing. Robert Woods did not have a catch today. All week I was hyping up Robert Woods. On the DFS show, I was hyping up Robert Woods. I was telling everyone on Twitter to play Robert Woods, and I was wrong. There's no other way to put it. I was wrong. Four targets, no catches. In my defense, I did not expect Jared Goff to throw for 78 passing yards, but it is what it is. I've, I've got to be better than that, and I will be better than that. So for that, I would like to apologize. He saved his day with a rushing touchdown, but I'm sorry. I don't got any other way to put it. So uh, this Rams team was just bad. I guess the only one I really want to talk about is Malcolm Brown. 11 carries for 40 yards. If Todd Gurley continues to miss, do you have confidence in him?
1: Possibly. I need to see it another matchup because um, the Niners' defense apparently is very legit.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. They have shut. They have not allowed a hundred-yard rusher. They have not allowed a rushing touchdown. So yeah, they are legit. Um, next week, the Rams have the Falcons and the Bengals. So there you go. That's a good matchup for you. I will play him in those weeks if Todd Gurley misses, so keep an eye on Todd Gurley. Um, that's all I got. I'm sad about this Rams game, so anything else? Uh,
1: no, that that was a weird game, too. and it has been a lot of weird games recently.
0: I just, 49ers are good. I'll give them credit. I didn't buy in, and I should have. They're good. Uh, move along. The Cardinals beat the Falcons 34-33 to on a missed Matt Bryant extra point. That sucks. Um, the Falcons were bad. They were trying to come back all game. They scored 23 points in the second half. Do you think Dan Quinn is going to keep his job?
1: No, I think there's a lot of coaches out there that need to be fired, after, if not during the year, at the end of the year at least.
0: And he's one of them. Do you think he survives this week?
1: Yes. What are they, one and five? Yes. He may not.
0: <laughs> they're, they're one and five about to play the Rams and the Seahawks and go on by. So, I don't see it getting any better. And then when they get off by, they go to New Orleans. So, I don't. I I think he survives the week, but I don't think he survives the season. I bet he gets fired in season. So, that sucks, man. This team was right there, and it's like, since they lost the Super Bowl, they've never been able to figure it out. Um, Regardless, Matt Ryan continues to put up points in garbage time. Uh, 356 yards, four touchdowns. He's had at least 300 passing yards in every game. He's had multiple touchdowns in every game but one. So, He's going to continue to be a top 10 play, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's putting up the points. They just can't stop anybody, and they can't get a run game going, it seems like. But he's going to keep doing his thing.
0: Yep, so I don't care how he gets the points. If he keeps getting the points, I'll keep playing him. It was good to see Devontae Freeman play well. He had 19 carries for 88 yards, three catches for 30, and two receiving touchdowns. So this is the absolute best team to play as a running back, the Cardinals, because they allow so much work in the receiving game. And they're not much of a run defense either. So Freeman, I think we've seen some encouraging signs the past couple of weeks. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, and it's you know he, I finally get rid of him and he starts scoring. So <laughs> it's what it is. But it, I, I'm glad to see him get going. Uh, I'm rooting for him. I like him. He just hadn't hadn't had good luck with it recently.
0: Yeah, he's got three touchdowns the last three games. He's had trying to do quick math over a hundred total yards and two of the three. He's had good work in the passing game. So, um, what running back two? I guess solid running back two.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: I think that's fair to say as well. Julio Jones had a good game. Austin Hooper continued the trends of tight ends that destroy the Cardinals. So good for him. Uh, we'll move along to the Cardinal side of the ball. Kyler Murray, 340 yards, three passing touchdowns, also 11 rushing attempts. Um, He's a top 10 option for me going forward. I believe I said this last week, but are you ready to jump on that train yet?
1: I think so. I think I am. Um, especially if he can keep doing it on the ground as well. Kind yeah, of he's... Lamar Jackson on the ground, but may throw for a little more. So Top 10, there's been a lot of disappointing quarterbacks. So him squeezing on top 10, I think is a, a good thing.
0: Past four weeks, he has thirty-three rushing attempts. That is outstanding. I'll take that from a quarterback, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I love him. I think he is a top ten option. Him and Matt Ryan both. So, I think they're as solid as they come. Uh, David Johnson did not play his normal amounts. He's had a back injury that he was a game time decision. He did end up playing. Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds was the better player of the two today, but David Johnson still managed to have two touchdowns. So. He's just, his passing game work is going to keep him in that running back one conversation pretty easily, don't you agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's been proving that every year, that he's been healthy, that he's one of, if not the best scat backs. I don't even classify him as a scat back, but pass-catching backs coming out of the backfield in the league.
0: Yeah, last four weeks he has 32 targets. That's eight a game. So you give me running backs getting eight targets a game. I'm all about it, and he gets the he gets a lot of groundwork too. So he kind of reminds me of what James White was last year. Is that fair? Um,
1: kind of better, but yeah, better. But I see the I see the resemblance. I really
0: mean more like statistically and like fantasy production wise, I guess, not as a player because I don't think they're a comparable player. Yeah. Uh, we'll move along. I'm straight up going to ask you this question: The Broncos beat the Titans sixteen to nothing. Do you want to talk about anybody in this game?
1: No. Cortland's <laughs> right. did his thing.
0: Philip Lindsay, did seventy did yards and a touchdown. Yep. Next. We good? All right, good deal, Mikey. Anyone?
1: No,
2: no, that's, that about covers it.
0: <laughs> All right, good deal. Last game, we got uh, the Jets stunned the Cowboys. I mean, stun them. Win twenty-four twenty-two. Dallas had a chance to go for two to tie it at the end. They couldn't get it. Um, I will simply say TGS guy. I messed it up already. Thank goodness for Sam Darnold. That's all I got to say. It was so good to have him back to just him being back makes Robbie Anderson relevant on a weekly basis. It makes James and Crowder relevant on a weekly basis. It makes Le'Veon Bella running back one on a weekly basis. Do you agree with all that?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, we were talking about earlier going into this game. They have seven red zone snaps this year. <laughs> Not possession, yeah. snaps. That's oh, yeah. five weeks or four weeks ever it was.
0: Yeah, as Mikey who invested heavily this offseason, in Le'Veon Bell, <laughs> he he knows all about it.
2: I've invested in the red zone snaps for them before this game. I didn't know it was seven, I just what I said what, they have like two red zone appearances like Yeah, you season? said
0: you you asked how many you thought they had and we figured out it was four, but yeah, it was incredibly low. <laughs> Uh, Robbie, just to throw out the numbers, Robbie Anderson, 5 for 125 and a touchdown. Crowder, 9 targets, 6 catches, 98 yards. Bell had 14 rushes, 50 yards and a touchdown. Didn't do too much in the passing game, but he will, I promise. So don't worry about that. The Jets actually have some relevance now. That'll help out the fantasy landscape. Um, the Cowboys side, I will start with Amari Cooper. He left with a quad injury. Need to keep an eye on him. He's been pretty banged up all year, but he still produced like crazy, so... Keep an eye on him, but, God, the Cowboys need him. They missed him desperately after he left. They really couldn't get anything going in the passing game. Um, I think Gallup at seven targets, he'll be fine. Obviously, Zeke had a good game. Any much more to get into? Uh,
1: No. I'm I'm glad the Jets won.
0: (laughs) Sticking all those
1: Cowboys fans.
0: hope Cooper can be back. Next week is, I believe, Cowboys-Eagles. Is that right?
1: I actually don't I have not looked at the schedule, so I don't know who. Uh, I
0: can tell you. Yep, it is Cowboys Eagles in Dallas Sunday night. So massive game for the division. They're both three and three. I'm looking forward to it. But anyone else we didn't run through, you guys think we need to mention?
1: Um, I just got a coach question for you. Yep. Jason Garrett. If let's say the Cowboys don't, let's say they make the playoffs and lose in the first round, or miss the playoffs, mm-hmm. should he be fired?
0: If they make the playoffs, I don't think he... I'm, I, should or will he be? I'm going to answer this as will he be. Um, if they make the playoffs, I think he's fine. If they don't, I actually think he does get fired. They don't make the playoffs. That's a huge disappointment. Two weeks ago, we were talking about this team as a Super Bowl contender. So, um, better question for you is, as an OU fan, are you worried if he gets fired, you're going to lose your coach?
1: Oh, man, no. I'll cry. <laughs> I will cry. I don't care.
0: He... <sighs> The only reason he w- he will stay at OU is because he desperately wants to win a championship there. But he is – he's I don't see how he doesn't end up in the NFL someday. It's just a matter of when to me he is that good.
1: And you know Jones will throw the money at him. Mm-hmm. I will hate it, man. My coach going to the NFL team that I despise.
0: Going to the evil empire. Oh,
1: my God. That would be brutal.
0: <laughs> it'd be the kd situation all over again <laughs> God, <man. laughs> but all right mikey anything we didn't cover you think we need to get into
1: uh
2: no i don't think so
0: yeah you probably didn't even listen so you don't even know what we covered
2: uh i listened to apologize for all the right, uh, yeah. mixing thing
0: robert woods but... no no <laughs> oh robert. i apologize to you for mixing you're right you're right yeah. all right, were all right you fair listening? enough
2: were you listening
0: uh half half right. so Sometimes you got to tune yourself out. But All right. Well, that's all we got. We will be back. I know, our schedule's all over the place. We'll be back at some point this week. <laughs> so I guess enjoy the Sunday night, Monday night. Good luck to you guys. Um, oh, how do we do in picks this week? I guess we should throw that out there.
2: Um,
0: you don't have to mention your team because I know it wasn't pretty. But.
2: Uh, Cameron went 5 and 7. You went 7 and 5. And I went 4 and 8. Bum, bum, bum
0: lovely still two games go, but we're getting it back on track so i will get above 500 before the season's over mark my words i've got to be close so but anyway i think that's all we got you can check us out on twitter at draft deluxe check out our website draft deluxe.com we post our weekly rankings i try to get an article up there once a week um it's been good i appreciate you guys listening. we'll see you next time thanks